It was a big day for me today. Danny, uh, Argentina has won the World Cup. We are the greatest soccer team in the world. And, of course, to make my country proud, their goalie, who got the Golden Glove Award for the best defensive player, held it on his dick at his at the very biggest moment he could ever, ever, ever have, Danny. We're talking a bil- billions of eyes on him. Do you see this, Austin? Can the audience see this? Yeah, this is... He this holds is it with two hands, Danny. What do you think about his form and his face? Like, give me a The breakdown. face is what really sets it over the edge. Because right. if he was just <laughs> holding the glove, maybe yeah. people would say... The sheik in particular that's standing behind him, this, yeah. this filthy rich oil baron mm-hmm. who uh, he's acting like he's a devout Muslim, but you know he's flying out bitches from Instagram of all course. the time. Real sky breed, no doubt. The sheik and everybody else could think maybe he's pretending he's opening a bottle of champagne here. Right. Maybe he's hosing down the adoring fans with a bottle of champagne. Right. But that stupid <laughs> lip bitey face the guy's making, <laughs> you can see his eyes are crossed. That's what Dude. gives it away that he's making a penis motion. That's and right. And he's emulating jizzing all over something off screen. That's right, dude. Uh, And he uh, will go down in history for that. And he's okay with it. That's my people. Those are the Argentinians. And I thank God for this team. And Messi is now the GOAT, the greatest of all time, the greatest soccer player of all time, Danny. I'm not sold on Argentina as a soccer team here. But let's just talk about this, Leo. Mm -hmm. In Argentina, Buenos Aires, is that the capital? Yes. Oh, God. Things are, I mean, it's madness today, Danny. We're talking. Is I mean, it if, safe to go outside with a child? I wouldn't say it's safe to go outside with a child. It's going to be basically a lot of boys and uh, a few girls. And uh, I don't know. Things are going to go down tonight, buddy. It's going to go wild. What do you mean there's going to be a, a few boys and a few girls? You make it sound like there's going to be sex crimes? You know what, Danny? I feel like anytime there's a giant party and there's really not enough, and, and you know, there's really. Uh, it's going to overtake the police force. Careful, careful what you're saying here. Okay, so the police are going to be too occupied to solve crimes involving some boys. I would say there might be some girls. looting. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, let's go, let's, you know, maybe it's not going to be rape, but there might be some looting. I mean, if you want a new television tonight in Buenos Aires, mm-hmm. it's the night to do it. Perfect. So... Uh, all the Argentinians who couldn't afford Christmas gifts this year, they're in luck. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. We're getting Oculus Quests for everyone. Mm. We're getting PlayStation 5s uh-huh. for the whole family. PS5s. And and they go, how did you get AirPods? this? But uncle, you don't have money. How did you get this? Oh, uh, what are you throwing <laughs> at me, Austin? I said, oh, your uncle, you don't have... Oh, I don't have money. Listen. How did you do this? Please. Five PlayStation 5s? <laughs> Listen, it's a very complex economic thing. Okay. So men... Go out there yeah. wearing our flag on their backs and they yes. kick a ball into a goal. Messi, Messi. Yes. And yeah. because Messi kicked the ball into the goal, yes. Christmas is free. <laughs> oh, Messi. Thank you, Messi. And because Messi kicked the ball into the goal, yes. this is your new mama. Oh, 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 she looks good. Well, she's younger. She is younger yeah. than my mama. She yes. looks even more beautiful when she's conscious. Oh. <laughs> I'm assuming the guy just clubbed her on the head. I don't know. But I want to ask Here. you about that, Leo. It, what can you get away with crime-wise in Argentina tonight as long as you're wearing the jersey? <laughs> I think, uh, you know, they go, um, they lighten up the rules a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think there might be, you could uh, be a public nuisance. 
You know, I think that you might be able to break a couple. What's of the definition? Is that climbing up a, a flagpole? That's, exactly. That's public that's nuisance. Yeah. I think you can go further than that. I don't think they probably have any laws against that in Argentina. Uh-huh. I maybe I'm painting with a broad brush here, but it seems to me like South America is only as good as its worst country. Mm-hmm. That's how I judge America. We're only as good as the worst state. Okay, we're only as good as Kentucky or North Dakota. You think Kentucky's the worst? Well, North Dakota, maybe more. But I, I, the, all of South America is just Honduras to me. Therefore, mm. I assume that murder is like a gray area as far as being illegal or not. Mm. And I think in Argentina tonight, you can kill a guy. If you're wearing the jersey, I think sex crimes might be illegal for about 48 hours. <laughs> oh too. God. I could see the death coming and be like, well, it, it was the World Cup. What do you want? He died. I mean, he, maybe they trample him. Maybe they hit him with a bat. Uh, we don't know. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Messi, we won. We won. Like, that's how it would be for sure. <laughs> you think murder is legal as long as it involves a soccer ball? I mean, I think if the guy's wearing a French jersey, mm-hmm. which, you know, they did. France was very, very formidable. An amazing opponent. Very strong, fast. Um, it's funny, their entire team was basically black too, which is funny because aren't they like, it's mostly, it's like 5% uh, immigrants in France Mm -hmm. period. But anyway, I was going to say, how would a Frenchman ever succeed at soccer? All they do is sit around eating cheese and bread and smoking cigarettes. It's true. Yeah. They they were all black. They weren't, I guess you could, they were French, but you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. They had to, they had to import some talent. They had to import some talent, but uh, you know, Frenchmen are just the easiest, most cowardly fucks. They are cowardly. Like, they're like all basically the cowardly lion personified. Everybody yes. in France, they are yep. such pussies, dude. They are such pussies, and we should probably go to Paris and fuck with them in a video. Oh, I love it, dude. Wouldn't that be great? Just the most meat-headed, stereotypical take. Like we saved your asses in WW2. <laughs> That's the premise, which has been done a million times, but maybe not wait, in YouTubers France. YouTubers have gone. The, dude, yeah, wait, no. YouTubers have gone I mean, to Paris and done that. How Howard Stern, that was one of his great bits forever. Doug Stanhope had a great bit on how that's a retarded. Doug Stanhope's bit on it was like, everybody's like, yeah, we went and saved their asses at WW2. But his bit is like, you didn't do shit. You got drunk and watched sports bloopers last night. You didn't save the French. But still, dude, just I think it'll be fresh if we go in to Paris and we just walk into a cafe dressed as GIs. Oh, my God. And just like fucking smack a guy in the face with our dog tags. And we make a we make Make a guy buy us a drink. Mm-hmm. God, that's yeah, so buy good. the buy the fucking. Hey, um, buy me a drink. I saved your ass. Yeah, I Come saved on. your ass personally. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. We need to do that, dude. They're fucking. They're anyway, cowards, so we beat the dude. French, and it was great. It's been a great good, day. dude. Good. And this guy is the goalie. This guy. Yeah. In another life, this guy could have been on our channel. A hundred percent. If soccer was not huge at all, and and we we could go and fuck around at this event, who do you think we're hanging out with afterward? It's this, this guy. guy. It's Emiliano Martinez. Does he have a wife? Yeah, he has a wife. You think he's cheating on her tonight? I would say there's a good chance. I think the entire team, except Messi, is cheating on her. What are the chances? And be honest with me now, They're cheating on their wives. No, no, that that Mm -hmm. glove disappears up a girl's cooter. That's a totally Argentinian kind of joke thing to do. They like that potty humor, you know what I mean? Like a good dick joke. That's a good dick joke right there, you know? So, yeah, I think I think at some point he's going to be like, Messi, Messi, mira, 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 mira. And just put it up a girl's pussy. And Messi's like, stop, come on, please. He's going to fist a girl with a golden glove. Yeah, dude. And, and everybody's going to try to get Messi to see it, you know, because that's a really, the guy that yeah. deserves to see it the most. Everybody know? wants Messi's approval. Yeah, everybody does. This makes me think of, because that's a very rock star move to put a trophy up a girl's vagina. Led Zeppelin, after all, they put a, a mud skipper or a mud shark up a girl's vagina. Jesus. Austin, we might need to start the GoPro. I don't think it's on, but that makes me think, because this weekend we ended up staying in L.A. for our end of the year party. We did it at the Hyatt House Hotel. 
now the Andaz, which is where Led Zeppelin basically conducted themselves like a bunch of savages. You want to talk about raping and looting that's going on in Argentina tonight? Mm -hmm. That was happening in the 70s, right on the Sunset Strip. Mm. Nobody gave a shit. So we threw our party at that same hotel this weekend. Just beautiful, man. We were up on the eighth floor, Mm -hmm. sweet, corner view suite overlooking the city. We could see the Chateau Marmont, the Sunset Tower. We could see downtown. We could see the Pacific Ocean. Regal views, unlimited alcohol, and we, as a crew, just partied it up. It's the best. I have a question for you, though, because it is kind of... You you uh, invited very, people from different aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam Fu, a close friend, Tim, you were in his wedding. And uh, when they come here, you know, uh, and they meet Fangieri and Mudflap. Yeah. And, yeah. and Lanegi, Swolby. And they lose that. respect for me. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Mia's friends, too. Yeah. No, Mia's I, friends are open, I think, about it. You know, No, I, mean? I don't think Mia's friends like it. I yeah, think when they, we did the video, open, I yeah. gave my girlfriend dog poop for her birthday. Mm-hmm. I think that's when Mia's friends were out on the Danny Mullen crew. <laughs> but the best thing about you is you love those. You love those fucking bastards in your crew. Mm, You'll yeah. die for them. And that's what's almost happened when a man started talking shit. And Leo saw that girl Mare turned around. She, yeah. she liked the big dick. Uh, she, uh, okay, yeah, that girl Meredith, as she was exiting... Said uh, bye, Leo and Austin. Oh, this is Austin. He has a big dick to one of his her friends. See, mm-hmm. so you once again, mm-hmm. you didn't give credit what credit is due. It mm-hmm. was you who decided to do the bit to send mm-hmm. him in to talk about his dick. Yeah. So really, he was helping you. But yeah, she seemed interested in Austin, and like, she maybe wants to see the big dick. Yeah, she's gonna be disappointed because it's really not big. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it probably is. Fuck Austin. You, I think saw, you walked in on me getting blown one time. Yeah, but it was dark. Yeah, we did absolutely walk in on him getting blown mm-hmm. one time. Well, you were talking about, Leo, though, throwing a guy out. I mean, mm-hmm. where do we even start with this party? So right away, we're on the radar of the hotel staff for playing too loud of music and just being too rowdy in the suite. Yeah. We had that corner suite. We had two bedrooms for dudes in the crew to crash. And then I got one for my buddy Tim for his wedding gift, and he was there with his wife. We're all partying in the suite. People are getting fucked up on various substances. Mm-hmm. We're drinking our asses off. We got Mark, Patreon from Germany there. He's giving Love all Mark. these toasts in German, which made it, 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 it made it feel both, um, it was a good drinking environment because beer, Germany, they go hand in hand. But it's also ominous given the current, cli- the current climate to have this guy saying these things. Yeah, Kanye's made a little, uh, the Germans are kind of back in the doghouse per se. The Germans are in the doghouse. Yeah, you know? It's like, hey guys, don't start this shit again. Mm-hmm. Okay, none of that bullshit. What are you saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he was there and he was, uh, it was, uh, what is it, Prost? He was doing bro. He was doing a lot more a lot than of that. Prost, prost, and you have to make eye contact. And boy, does he get upset if you don't make eye contact with him. Have you not, have yeah, you ever prosted him and not make eye contact with Mark? Yeah, yeah. He's just like, no, 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 no. Look at me. Okay, yeah. okay. Prost. Yeah, yeah. So. And he was doing it. He was doing his thing. He was like, "Unscheißen Lederhosen zu daten Landen Hitler Schweißen Stunzens." Yes. Uh, would you? Uh, this is the, Danny might not remember it because he was getting already tipsy at the time, but he would just basically ask Mark to do speeches in German at any random time, and he would go up there. And if Mark didn't do it on the right, right there, right that second, Danny would start doing that. Do it again. <laughs> do it again. Und Volkswagen in Dottobanstin Dunstin Deutschmarken Schweizen Konstan. Sehr gut, sehr gut. Dude, if dude, hey, this is what I keep thinking about, dude. Like Tim brought his chick, dude, that he married to this, and like that's what's going on at a oh, party in a hotel. So it's so fucking. We think it's normal, but it is. 
we are beyond helping at this yeah. point. Oh, yeah. people are doing blow off the table. Yeah. Dr. Octopus is there. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Octopus, you guys might remember from a recent episode, has a hot girlfriend. He's got a great chick, and you, could, you can't knock a guy who can get uh, some solid pussy. I, he might have hired her, because Dr. Octopus, yeah. as far as I know, he is teetering on the edge with drug addiction. Yeah. He and said he was not, three days sober. It'd be one thing oh. if he played guitar with mm-hmm. a cool band. It'd be one thing if he was a DJ. Right. Where does he work? What does he do? I, he, I believe he does not have a job, and but he kind of looks like a young Al Pacino. That's everything <laughs> he has going for him. And this chick's That's enough dead. to get him a really solid girlfriend. Yeah. And uh, what was I going to say? She uh, told me and he told me at the same time that they have threesomes all the time. And uh, he said they've had like 20 threesomes. And I was like, wow. And then he also told me that he was irresistible to women. He told me that. You know, too. I think what really helps his cause is he always wore sunglasses. Mm-hmm. He always wears his Wayfarers. And I think mm-hmm. if you just rock the Wayfarers, the girls get confused. They're like, am I dating uh, <laughs> Dr. Octopus, yeah. an unrepentant fentanyl addict? Right. Or am I dating Bob Dylan? Am I dating Kurt Cobain? He has am good I hair. Am I dating like a young Dustin Hoffman? Dude, like, he's got the hair. The He's got the superstar look. He's got it, man? dude. Yeah. If you just <laughs> wear shades, you look important. Yeah. And it's like if his chick is like, oh, you were eyeing that girl at the mall. What was that? He's just like, if I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where, where, I got I to gotta call my dealer. Don't give me this grief, babe. <laughs> and then they just they just go with it. Your reality in the book, The Game by Mm. Neil Strauss, it's we've talked a lot of shit on the pickup community because of what it did to a friend of ours. Yeah. But, dude, if you read The Game by Neil Strauss, your eyebrows look especially gay right now. They're recently plucked. No, they're not recently. plucked. Yes, they look like no, I've I've left them to be they're they're crazy right now. No, they're I will go downstairs. In fact, now after this and get them plucked. But they he says in the the game, Neil Strauss, that in a relationship, whoever has the strongest reality wins. Mm. And I think. Dr. Octopus's reality is that he's a rich, famous movie actor. That's right. And therefore, he gets to fuck all these other chicks and have a hot girlfriend. That's right. He's in the room. We're doing blow. We're partying. The first step of the journey is, and let me know if I'm missing anything, Leo. No, no, we're going around. Yeah, this is fine. And I remember we start flirting with cocks out at this point. I think me and Brooks Cossover both windmilled our cocks, basically just at everybody in the room. Mm -hmm. And then we go to Saddle Ranch, which is right at the base of the Hyatt House Hotel. Mm Mm-hmm. Not much is going on there. Not much is going on there. We go in there. The girls go on the mechanical bull. Uh, what you missed was something pretty spectacular. Fan Jerry could be a rodeo star. He, Dude, they tried to get him off the thing, and they barely were able to at the end by really kind of fucking with him. So that's complete sexism. Because when all the girls yeah. rode, it was... They had this... There are several speeds on there. Mm-hmm. There is... Um, uh, uh, strong, mm-hmm. red-blooded male, woman, <laughs> and then yeah. there's Make-A-Wish Kid. Right. That's a speed they have on there. And it just right. it's a drawing of a kid with Down syndrome. Right. That and was the like, speed they put it on for the women. Mm. And it just it seemed so... Like, I thought, what about equality? Like, why... Isn't that insulting to like, everything that they stand for? Just of course. Be like, oh, yeah, okay, hi, little lady. Yeah, we're gonna... Don't worry, this thing's gonna buck really hard. Hold on tight. And then it's just like... That's how fast it was moving. Yeah, and then they, they get just, Jerry on. They're like, fuck this dude. He's right. expendable. He's got a penis. Look at this fat little bastard. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, let's get him off that thing. You, you think know? it was because he's kind of chubby too? They were going extra I think hard. They were going like, oh, for the laugh. Padding. They were going for the laugh. You know what mm. I mean? Like there was people drinking one and they wanted to see Jerry fall. And mm. they had to wait a long time because he was unbelievably. Jerry surprises me with his athletic ability from time to time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always going to remember him on the slack line oh. in early 2019, oh. almost breaking his neck. Okay, I'm I always mean, going to remember that in the fake personal trainer video. I, I, you know what, dude? That's just a piece of uh, content that we just have to look up right now. Can we please look yeah, at yeah, him? Yeah, Austin, if you don't the mind. The slack line is, is one of those things. should be a meme. Yeah, Austin, right? if you don't mind just finding it silently and we'll, we'll yeah. keep going. So we get there. That's when Foo shows up. Mm. That's when I think uh, my, no, my buddy Tim was already there. Just, uh, um, personal or ambush, add ambush into the, into the query, Austin, up in the, the search bar. So we leave there pretty quickly. We mm-hmm. decide to go, cause I guess Mia had some friends that weren't down with Saddle Ranch because it's, it's brand is like this TikTok place. Yeah. The only table that we could even approach was just like, like five or six MILFs and, uh, Swolby did, uh, no, no, no ambush, first. ambush, not quarry. <laughs> there we go. That works too. All right. I did, it sounded oh, to me like you said ambush in a quarry. I was like, no. what is he saying? Okay, so, yeah, when Jerry eats What a great video, huh? Line. Yeah. Fan jury. We go to the Rainbow, mm-hmm. which is one of the also most legendary rock and roll places on the Sunset Strip. It's where yes. Led Zeppelin would get their, their dick sucked under the table. It's where Lemmy hung out every day until he died, just drinking. Here we go. Drink himself to death. All right. Look at this stud on the rope. Yeah. Like this. Fan Come Jerry. On, Fan it's all in the hips. Jerry, guys. Go, Enjoy. Oh, my God. oh dude. That's so bad. Did he break his neck? I think the next Fan one Jerry, that's enough. What he, like, he did break leave. his rib on this next one, he told me. Why are you up here? Yeah. I'll see what's up. Not bad. <laughs> you, you got up from I mean, a butt bounce immediately. I haven't yeah. seen anyone do that yet. Is there much money in this? Oh, tons, yeah. I'm I might give up nothing. on YouTube. <laughs> There's nothing. In There's it. a lot of amateur <laughs> pussy, if you know what I'm talking about, though. There's a lot out here. <laughs> oh, we missed him. We, we, we missed his first one. Go to his first Excuse one. Excuse me? Dude, He's Jewish. Time ago, dude. dude yeah, it's crazy how long ago this was. Zeke but yeah, Island. this is pretty wild. I know. I, I saw the first one. He, dude, it was oh, so. Wait, good. no, I, we just saw one. Here we go. Oh, no, one. Yeah, yeah. Do it like that. Ben Jerry, like that. Let's go, fan like joke. Think back dude. to all your military training. <laughs> dude, he looks... Oh, oh, dude. Yeah, the second one's definitely worse, because his head oh. didn't catch on that one. He did scorpions on this next one. Oh, my God. One more time. This way. Yeah, you're sitting like this. Dude, you're such an asshole for making him think he could ever do this. Dude, you're a piece of shit. He could never... Oh. Dude, why did you make him think he could do that? Hey, Jerry, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> You're good, Ozzy. We can bother. <laughs> That's early January in California. Any of you guys yeah. listening from Minnesota, hey, move he, to a better state. I want to get uh, I want to get really fucking drunk and high and watch that clip over and over again. Well, you're welcome to. Now that we're going on hiatus soon here, mm-hmm. we go to the Rainbow, mm-hmm. and the Rainbow. We found a hidden bar in it that I didn't know existed. Dude, that was cool. There's there's the restaurants area where Led Zeppelin get their dick sucked in. Really classy. There's a downstairs bar, but then upstairs, there's a party bar mm-hmm. where the lights are low. The music is cranking. A bunch of dudes with mullets and earrings and fingerless gloves in their 60s are up yeah, there hanging out. Can we talk out. about those guys for a second? What is up with those? It's like if guys like they kind of look like an older me that was a rock star or maybe had a little band and mm-hmm. had a couple hits. Mm-hmm. Maybe do you think they even had a hit? 
I think that's kinda... being very generous to assume that. What is their life like? What do you think their day to day is? I guys? think they probably work at a muffler shop. Mm-hmm. I think they are probably married to an obese woman who hates their guts. <laughs> and I think their only escape is Saturday and Friday nights going to the rainbow, <laughs> drinking whiskey colas and pretending it's 1983. <laughs> You're an Mud asshole, flap dude. was in a, a deep conversation with those guys for hours and hours. Mudflap was. Yeah, he <laughs> and then Mudflap was the G chord is the, no. I would say that Mudflap, finish that improv. What are you doing about the G chord? I don't know. The G chord is my favorite. And that's how you should play it on stage. G chord, He messaged us in the morning. He's like, "Some bitch, I think that one of them guys was Alice Cooper." I don't think so. I, I feel like we would have recognized no, Alice Cooper. <laughs> that's such a mudflap thing to say. It's honestly. possible though, dude. If I were a fucking famous like Lemmy for Motorhead hung out there every day until he died basically he would just show up there and drink whiskey cola and people would love it I mean oh yeah dude that's they have I think the bar we are partying in is called the Lemmy Lounge wow they named it after him we get there though and there's a dude he followed us from Saddle Ranch not associated with us he was trying to pick up and this is a you can't do this to the Danny Mullen regime he's trying to pick up on our pussy Leo yeah dude he was a tall white guy, you know what I mean? He had a lot of confidence, or so he thought. And he came up. Yeah, he started hitting on uh, a couple of the girls. He hit on he hit on Mia. Yeah. And Mia reported back to me. He tried to get Mia's number, and Mia said, my boyfriend's right there. And he went, oh, the guy with the stupid haircut? Yeah. That's what he said to Mia. Big mistake. So I hear that, and I'm fucking wasted. And I grab, I think I immediately walk over to Leo, just grab Leo you by said the throat. Giovanni. And I was like, I need you to fucking channel Mr. Giovanni yeah. right now. Yeah, we did. We got Leo. I think Adam Fu might have been in on Brooks it. Brooks was in Tim. on it. Tim. Yeah. Who else? Brooks. Brooks was Brooks. in Brooks. Brooks touched his face. I think I did too. Yeah. You touched Maybe. his face big time. <laughs> yeah. And you said, you you basically made him go so far into the bar that he was in the, like, in the, in the area where the bartender was working. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you want me to buy you a, you want me to buy you a drink, buddy? <laughs> drink on me for this guy. Like that, dude. You were losing it. It was great. And then I was just in there like, hey, buddy, why don't you get the fuck out of here? Just get, and he's like, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. Damn, Fine. Dude. And then he bought you a beer and you didn't accept. And you said, he buys you a beer. He brings it over to you. And you go, get the fuck out of here. I you did that. Oh, door. yeah. God. We went a little too hard on that guy. <laughs> yeah. That's you, and this, is every, this was one verbatim. You can ask anybody that was kind of sober at the time. But that's what you did. I was about five beers deep, but... Yeah, yeah, that was unneeded. Everybody loves it. Like that was Fu's favorite part of the night is when we just kicked yeah. this guy out of the bar for yeah. fucking scamming on our chicks. It's fine, but um, I, that is a good the thing. Like sarcastically offering to buy a guy a drink while like kicking him out of the bar. That's some straight Joe Pesci. That's some shit. Giovanni shit, dude. dude that's that, Joe dude, Pesci. Just, yeah, it's like, hey, let me buy you. A, you're the buy you're the guy handsome guy. Drink, yeah. The ladies love you, huh? Yeah, you're the ladies. Let me buy the ladies man a drink. Hey, bartender, yeah. barkeep, keep him coming for the ladies man. All night, you hear me? <laughs> That's basically what you did, man. And uh, I think uh, a, a fan that we are going to have on the pod right here, uh, Logan, he was there. He could probably attest to this. I want to apologize if that guy somehow hears this. Yeah, that was a, a stupid reaction on my part. We were yeah. drunk. We were drunk. And we were fucking feeling good. And then you yeah. know the the night took a more innocent turn after that. It did because who was the first person to pull their penis out of their pants in the rainbow? 
I believe... Um, who set off the chain reaction? I think it was you, buddy. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, who else? Uh, it was definitely you. And then... Mark from Germany joined in. Yeah, and then Brooks would do... I'm sure he did it. My buddy Tim. Uh-huh. May, I think Adam did it, too. That's awesome. So I think we had at least four or five guys cocks out just in the rainbow walking around <laughs> with their dicks out. That's there is security, the bartender. Nobody says shit because it's the fucking rainbow, dude. Oh, my God. Nobody gives a fuck that we're walking around cocks out in the rainbow. I love that. Yeah, it's uh, it was pretty awesome. I think it was a good choice to go party there. You know that Austin's parents go there to the... How often do they go to the rainbow? Dude, apparently all the time. Apparently, like, when my mom went to the rainbow and the old, like, staff who, like, run the place recognized her and mm. were like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, geez. Friend, good friends with the uh, with a lot of bands, Danny. You know, can I make an inappropriate joke right now? Uh, yeah, go ahead. What do you mean? She was friends with the, she was just friends with them, though. Stop, friends. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> got it. I don't got it. I was, I was like, my mom would always <laughs> tell me stories though about how she used to go to the Rainbow all the time, and then I went with her to the Rainbow. And they all recognized her from like 30 years in the oh, past. Yeah. They're like, do you want your regular seat? <laughs> and she's like, I don't remember. What's my regular seat? They're like, oh yeah, you were on your knees under table 37. Stop <laughs> it. You son <laughs> of a I'm bitch. sorry, dude. That's, I don't know how that became such a rock and roll cliche to get your dick sucked under a table at the rainbow. You got to love it though, dude. Just the world... Just the world of rock and roll. Here is Father O'Neill. He's wearing the... What do you call those, Father? Priest robe. Priest robe. Go to the other side. Go to that one. The uh, Father, did you have a good time at the party? I did. Did you? Yeah. What was the most anti-Christian thing you saw take place? <laughs> Dude, guys, start with number one, go to number three or four or five. Okay, so the most anti-Christian thing that I heard was when we were, Austin Swilby and I walked back from the rainbow. Oh, God. I'm trying to figure out this boom stand. Yeah, you got about thirty seconds before Danny pops you. So okay, you so pops Austin, Austin Swolby, and I walked back from the rainbow because there wasn't enough room in the Uber, and then we're tr- knocking on the door trying to get in to eight eighteen. Was it the main room? Mm-hmm. And we're, then we like call Mudflap to get in because no one was answering our knocking, and Mudflap's like, "Yeah, they're having an orgy in there. Oh. Don't go in." I wish that were true. Yeah, we found out the next no day there's no orgy. There was unfortunately no orgy. There was unfortunately no orgy. Yeah, they just wouldn't open the door. It. Yeah, yeah, put them on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what was the second most unchristian thing that you saw? Probably a bar in West Hollywood named Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Not a gay bar, surprisingly. Yeah. yeah the, we talked yeah. about the rainbow. Yeah. You, our penis is out. Mine didn't come out in the bar. Oh, is that what you were going to bring up, that that was very not Christian? Wait, were you? Well, God created the rainbow as a promise to yeah. that He would never flood the earth again. Are you just giving the yeah. rainbow to the gays, Father O'Neill? What are you doing, Father O'Neill? Come on, buddy. You don't have the right to do that. Yeah, hell's no, wrong don't. with you, Father. I, you, I mean, they kind of just took it. I think you're offending us. You offended Danny. I think, uh, Father. Sorry. Can you just can you forgive myself and Leo? I really mm, want forgiveness for a couple of things. I want forgiveness for kicking that poor guy out of the bar who was being. Hey, you know what, dude? If you're going to follow a group of dudes with chicks from bar to bar, and if you're going to hate on the squad, you got to be ready to get kicked out. We're going to kick you out, especially when we're hammered and it's our end of the year party. It's true. I still want forgiveness from a holy figure. And I also want forgiveness for whipping out my willy. Yeah, I think you could be forgiven for that. I want you to channel the forgiveness of God right now. I want you to mediate. Yeah, maybe uh, 
ask God for forgiveness for Danny. Please. All right. Uh, dear Heavenly... Yeah. Bow your head. Close your eyes. Okay. Sure. Full on prayer. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, uh, please forgive us for any debaucherous behavior we got up to at the end of the year Christmas party. Especially Danny. Especially Danny. Yeah. The most debaucherous of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, please forgive him for throwing an innocent man out of a bar. Mm-hmm. Not entirely innocent. Not entirely innocent, but... but we should have, Jesus would not have thrown that guy out of the bar. Probably not. He would have yeah. enjoyed some wine and maybe talked uh, talk shop. Mention you know. the penises, Father. Yeah, please forgive, like, Danny and Iggy for bring, pulling their penises out in the... <laughs> Iggy, too. In, in the suite and, like, swinging them around everywhere. Mm. Mm. I think they might have chased someone with them. Probably. Okay. Yeah, pl- uh, please forgive us for all our behaviors and give us your blessing. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank Amen. You. Thank you, Father. Father, did you do anything shady? No. Were you drinking? I was drinking. But they ended up talking to, like, this old atheist rocker guy mm-hmm. at the bar. Trying to convert him? Was that really what you were doing? Yeah. So this was a missionary quest for you. Yeah, it, yeah, it ended up turning into one. Honestly, you, I, was how it, did you... You gotta tell me about this. This yeah. might have been one of the guys we were describing who still thinks it's 1983. Or oh, of course it was one How of did guys. you start talking to this guy about theology? Well, so Mudflap and that guy were talking about various things. And then I walked... Oh, what were they talking about? I have no idea. And then we talked up, then I walked up, and then we start... And like theology and religion came up, and we started talking. And then we talked for a long time. Okay, is, is anybody else, before we continue, Mudflap gets to the point where he's kind of like that character from uh, Bobby Boucher, from Waterboy, you know what I mean? That one guy that says things and no, absolutely nobody understands what he's saying. He just, <laughs> when he gets really drunk, he does, it's hard to, to understand him sometimes. Okay. But continue. So you talk to this guy. You know, this is, it's strange, Father O'Neill. Usually when people are out late for a big party like this, mm-hmm. they're, um, trying to get pussy and if and you weren't doing any cocaine or any drugs which that might explain a long conversation about god with a random aging rocker but you really have no excuse like a couple amstel lights should not lead to that sort of behavior i engage in that kind of behavior sober did you try to make a strong pitch for jesus to him yeah I, i tried to really downplay his issues that he has with religion do you think he's a sinner Everyone's a sinner. What were you trying to downplay? What were his big issues? His big issues were like a perceived anti-intellectualism from Christians or from religious teaching. Mm. He remembers it. He remembers yeah. everything that was said in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue. Yeah, and I was trying to... It's hard to get a word in edge with like a drunk guy. So, but I was trying to tell him that like there is to an extent... Well, did you tell him his gin and tonic was the elixir of Satan? <laughs> <laughs> Could have that would that might have that might have gone over better than yeah, everything I else I so. said. That might have turned him off, but continue. But, but yeah, saying that like that's probably exactly what he's talking about. But yeah, like once like religion starts to get institutionalized, people can like especially like a preacher groups in power, they can use religion to try to influence the way people think and about certain topics. And this has kind of become especially true with how closely conservatism and poli- uh, politics have been merging with Christianity. Uh, so he's upset about that. About that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I personally think politics and religion should be separate. But that's not to say there's Christianity's anti-intellectual. A lot of like Enlightenment philo- philosophy came from religion. That's what I thought was always funny about Trump is how he. I mean, how could people fall for the 
for the kind of b- obvious bullshit that he was like reading the Bible every day. Yeah. Dude, this guy got so much pussy and so many like Austin. You really think he was reading the Bible, Listen, buddy? I'm not saying Trump is this huge Christian guy, but if I was Trump, I'd be like, well, obviously, I'm blessed by something. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. Like, <laughs> but yeah, he's I like, guess the God Bible convinced like me to leave my first wife, my second wife, to knock up a fitness instructor. The Bible told me all of this. The Bible <laughs> told me to to be poolside with a bunch of Miami Dolphins cheerleaders with Jeffrey Epstein. Have right. you seen that picture? No. There's a picture of him at a pool party with Jeffrey Epstein. That's it's just amazing. filled with Miami Dolphins cheerleaders, dude. That's unbelievable. So O'Neal, this is amazing. This is truly amazing that you zeroed in on this guy and mm. uh, tried to convince. Was he wearing an Affliction t-shirt? I feel like that still goes over well with a 60-year-old rocker. I can't rocker. remember. Okay, so he, no go with converting him. How many beers did you drink, you think, at the Rainbow? At the Rainbow, I had a rum and coke and a Jaeger bomb. A Jaeger bomb? Wow. Yeah. I'm in college. I'm allowed to have a Jaeger bomb still. Do you think, because after a Jaeger bomb, do your usually pure thoughts ever tick over into the lustful? Were you uh, looking at some of Mia's friends and noticing the curvature of their butts, their <laughs> chests? I, I think at this point in the night, like most, like I didn't see me at the Rainbow. But I think, like, uh, everyone's girlfriends, I think uh, Brooks and Natalia had already left. So, like, most of the women there that came with the crew were already gone. Mm. So so it's not like I had much of a uh, sample size. Father O'Neill, if for some reason, I don't know, we all left the suite and you maybe had passed out, taken a nap. You wake up, it's midnight, and nobody's in the suite. It's just you. There's a couple lines of Coke cut up that got neglected on the coffee table, and you've got whatever alcohol you want in the refrigerator. A girl walks in, five foot eleven, perfectly tan skin, beautiful smile, huge tits, wow. tight ass, and she just wants Father O'Neill. Do you trust that you'd be able to resist something like that? Oh yeah. Really? Uh, she comes over to you, she cups you by the balls, grabs your right. cock. Straight starts grabbing your cock, unzips your pants forcibly, puts you on the bed, starts blowing you like rape. She's raping you now. Oh, oh I'm getting raped now. You're getting raped. But before she does that, she like, just puts a bottle of Jack in your mouth and tilts it up to make you take a fucking big like, swig. five swigs. So, oh, yeah. I, I mean, if I'm getting raped, I'm getting raped. There's not much consent. Oh, what Still it, would you? A girl can't rape you, Father. She can't rape you. Your penis would be erect, probably, right? Father, do you really think shit-faced drunk, one-on-one scenario, hottest girl in the world, maybe, or at least like um, a 9.5 Instagram model style girl, she's in the room with you, are you able to resist it? Oh, yeah. What if you're single? Yeah, yeah, if I'm single, there's no reason I can't make out. Oh, really? You'd make out with her? Yeah, if I'm single. Would you let her shit on your chest? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's second base after (laughs) all. It is. That's second base. Nowadays? In what, Germany? That's <laughs> <laughs> true in Berlin. We understand your really religious parents might not have given you the proper birds and the bees, but Leo and Danny are offering to be your sexual educator. Yeah, that's it's worthy. We are worthy too. Yeah, so my, that's as far my as best sexual go, education came from Tommy Trauma. Tommy oh, Trauma. God. So that's the furthest you would go. Probably making out. Probably yeah, making out. Maybe touching boobs. If you nice. You dirty touching boobs. But if you did lose control and you just lost your virginity to a chick in the fucking hotel suite, you just 
penis and vagina, a jacket. Oh my God, how quick would father come in a girl's vagina without a condom? And a half seconds. He wouldn't even. <laughs> he wouldn't make it to twenty instantly. If you did that, would you? How, how would you feel the next day? Probably guilty. A little bit guilty or a lot guilty? A lot guilty. You think you could pray your way out of it, though? Would you be confident that you could just ask for forgiveness? I would probably actually go to like an actual Catholic church, which I'm not Catholic. Go to an actual Catholic church and confess. Really? Yeah. Um, would you feel pretty good after the confession? Would it feel like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you rid yourself of a hangover by throwing up and taking a nap the next morning? Would you feel that good after the confession? I would hope so. Hmm. Um, you're at a strip club, right? You got a hot Latina on your lap. Mm-hmm. She's really gyrating those hips, right? You pop a bony. Mm-hmm. She butts. makes you come all over your fucking jeans. But, but you realize right before she makes you come that right. she has a boner too. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. I like this. Um, you, uh, were, um, I mean, that seems like a boner killer right there. Well, stop. But you would you would already have came though. You had just you you come. You realize that she she's a transgender stripper. It was biologically a man because she does have a penis. And what do you do? Where do you go? What happens with you and God? Your relationship with God? I find this situation kind of unlikely because I'm not really the strip club sort. It's not about we, that. If it's we not took about you that. To a strip club, you'd be there. Yeah, but it's also um, it's not about that. This has happened to you now. We want to know what, what you do. Yeah, honestly, if you guys brought me to a strip club, you'd probably find me like staring in a corner somewhere. That's funny. Or just staying in a corner, staring at the wall. No, I don't. We should it. have like a, a. You should you should like prank him Jeez. by like bringing him to like like some like play like a storage unit or something, and then just having seventeen OnlyFans girls go in there and just <laughs> just sexually assault them. Just fucking assault Father O'Neill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you lift the door on the on the storage unit, and they're they're just like. All Wisconsin cheer or Wisconsin volleyball players there. Just right. Oh, the dude, best. those were hot. The dude. best, dude. Did you you saw that? That's the, the world's picks. favorite volleyball team. Yeah. That's see, that's a sport right there. That the women's version is better than the men's version. Mm-hmm. If you volleyball is probably the funnest sport that you can never catch me fucking watching ever, dude. Mm-hmm. Watching men's volleyball, but women's volleyball, Sexy. especially if the girls are having lesbian powwows in the locker room with their tits out before every game. Yeah, I'm interested. Oh yeah, that's how Mudflap. I you know shout out Mudflap. He found that and sent it to the crew. You Good know? for Mudflap, dude. Yeah, it's nice of him, dude. So right before my family moved out of state, we were helping fix up the house to sell it, and my dad called over a couple of Hispanic. Uh, my dad worked construction. A couple of his friends from work to help do like concrete work. Wait, wait, were they Home Depot Hispanics? Whoa, or were they your dad's whoa, friends whoa, from work? They were my dad's friends from work. Argentina just won the World Cup. You have put some respect on the Latinx. Come community. on, you're talking to two Latinx men. You're talking to two Latinx men, and I'm LGBTQ plus. Right, Austin, right. do you mind telling us when an hour's elapsed? All right, okay. so, all right. So my Latinx, so my dad's Latinx coworkers, mm-hmm. like they come over and they're helping with concrete. My dad pays them and like gives them stuff that we didn't sell at the yard sale. He and, pays them by not calling ICE and yeah. then telling them to scram. Yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so, yeah, so then, like, they take a break. They come in, in the house and, like, we give them, like, Gatorade and sandwiches or whatever we had. These are not your dad's friends from work. Danny, uh, why don't you, this is, like, you, exactly how you treat Pretend to be O'Neill's father. Pretend to be O'Neill's father when uh, the clock strikes 6 p.m. and it's time to go home. Hello, Mr. Mr. O'Neill. I... I've worked five days in a row. It is okay if I get paid. Yeah. You call that work what you did? Yes, I shoveled uh, concrete all day. Yeah. 
Yeah, all day? It. All day. All day means here before the sun rises and gone at dark. But I, When you got here, a sunbeam had already hit the very top of my backyard pine tree. Okay? It was, it was 6.45 a.m. You were late, Jorge. I had to drop off my kid at the daycare. Oh, I'm sure you did. I did. And I'm sure. I'm sure it's a very exclusive private school. Also. Oh, you're so mean. You drank two of the Gatorades I brought from Walmart. Two! But I was very thirsty. It's 100 degrees in San Bernardino. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I'm not heat miser. I'm not the weather god, buddy. And also, oh. you want your pay? Yes. You, you have, Jorge, you have done good work. Here's what's going to happen right now. Okay. I'm going to call ICE. Oh, no. I'm going to count to 15. They will take me away from my family. Uh, will they? Yes. Uh, not my problem, buddy. They Again, will take me away from my family. I'm going to count to 15. And if you're not out of my sight. Oh, come on. By the third ring with the ICE phone line. I will not be able I to. I won't call and have you deported. I won't be able to feed my kids. It's not my problem. You know, maybe uh, the president of Chile. Fuck you. Has, maybe there's a good government probably, oh, Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, fuck man. Me. You're getting courageous now. <laughs> this only works because you're Latinx, dude. Dude, honestly, yeah. But um, funny thing is, one of the guys' names is actually Jorge. Of course, dude. <laughs> Everyone has a Jorge. I think it was Jorge and Hector. Jorge. He's probably great at framing. Jorge, I know you're going to co commit. What are you going to do? You're wearing an Argentina jersey. Yeah, to, oh, to us, we, fight, we celebrate the World Cup. Tonight. I noticed you're holding my VCR. What does that have to do with celebration? Oh, this is messy. He get this for me. Messi because got he that won. for you. He won, and uh, tonight, if you wear an Argentinian jersey, anything goes. Uh -huh. yeah, you, that's, you know, there's not even a DVD player on that. That's purely a VHS. I don't care. VCR. I have VCRs of all the Ninja Turtles movies, yeah. and I will watch them tonight. What else do you have there? You have Sleepless in Seattle. You have <laughs> Beethoven 2. Remember the Big yes. Dog movie? Oh, it's a good movie. Why? So you're going to take those home and watch I also it? have Big with... Tom Big. Hanks, when he pretends he is a little guy. Oh, wow. You like Tom Hanks. Exactly. You got Sleepless in Seattle, too. Yeah, I look, I love, I'm a big fan of Tom yeah, Hanks. Yeah, you have Forrest Gump. That's, that's actually a pretty good movie. It's gotta, a good movie, uh -huh, yes. Yeah. Jenny what, was a whore. Yeah, fuck her, dude. We don't like whores. And the Latinos, we don't. What, um, what would your word for Tom Hanks' mental condition be? Am I still this guy? or are Yeah, you just you're still that guy, dude. <laughs> oh, and you're wearing an Argentina mental jersey. Condition. So you can do anything. You can say anything. Uh, Tom Hanks is, uh, uh, he's a, what, he's a good guy, what, he's crazy? What, what, what do you mean, his mental condition? I thought, I thought Jorge's take was going to be, oh, he's fucking oh, retarded, he the as they say in my country. <laughs> oh, when he does visit in South America, we know, we, we, we point him in the right direction of the preschools, where he drinks the blood of the young children. What are you, wait, I'm talking about Tom Hanks in Forrest Gump. He's oh. retarded. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't know we were talking about, about I thought we were talking about like lizard person Tom Hanks. Is that a theory the that people, people, of, people, yeah, people think that? Yeah, people think that, yeah. So do the Latinxes think that Tom Hanks is actually the chupacabra lizard person or? No, they don't. They just believe that the elite drink kids' blood to live young longer. Tom and Hanks I think was. Tom Hanks was tied up with like the Epstein file. Yeah, they, there's so. a theory Was he on the plane? Uh, he might have been. Is he on the fly logs? I know Will Ferrell was. He was connected oh. there somehow, I think. Oh. Yeah, Tom Hanks, I know when Ricky Gervais was doing his fucking Golden Globes monologue, which was awesome, One Tom Hanks greatest, looked yeah. so uncomfortable and angry. Yeah, which I can see how that lends some credence to that he's part of the elite reptilian clan mm -hmm. theory. Mm -hmm. I mean, just ask Sandrine. She'll probably let you know. Should we call her? Or should oh, we open yeah. the next pod? We're going to open the next pod with uh, Sandrine's mm -hmm. phone call. So where are we at? We're at like 45. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're doing two pods today, Father Two up. pods. Yeah. You're going to be part of both. Oh, yeah. excellent.
two hour long pods because it's Christmas vacation. Christmas you can appreciate vacation. That. Yeah. Father O'Neill, what's your take on the Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays thing? Oh, I'm always a Merry Christmas guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even if it's, it's it's an obvious Jew, we're talking Hasidic. <laughs> we're talking. He's got the curls, dude. Just dude, put a. I want a picture for the fans, maybe because we see them every day. But people have never seen a Hasidic Jew like in Kansas mm-hmm. and shit. So let's uh, pull up a Hasidic Jew. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to spell that. I think it's H A S I. What if? What if you get Jew your first son circumcised and the moil? <laughs> they're moils. No, no, you're looking at this guy with the hat. Yeah, what if he shows up to circumcise your son and it's December 23rd? Oh, my God. Do you wish this guy a Merry Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) He's got the little snippers in his hands. He's like, sleep. All right, right, so first off, that you don't know, look at him. And remember, the snippers are in his hands. <laughs> yeah, they're, it's not just before or just after the operation. He's clicking them. He's got them in his hands. He's yeah. got a little habit where he clicks them a lot. Yeah, yeah while he's cl- clicking the circumcision clickers, that's probably the time where I should not be talking to him. <laughs> okay. But honestly, do you wish him a Merry Christmas? Do you Christmas? wish him a Merry Look at yeah, him. Yeah, I wish him a Merry Christmas if he says anything. Oh, happy holiday. <laughs> then I say happy holidays or Hanukkah. Okay. He's going to cut your son's penis off if you say Merry Christmas to this guy. Yeah, maybe I say Happy Hanukkah or Happy Holidays or Happy Hanukkah before and Merry Christmas afterwards. To punk him once you got your son in your arms. Yeah. And his Danny, you know what's a good yeah, question Yeah, I was going to say, Merry Christmas isn't the time where Christians have anything against the Jews. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. We're happy. Okay. Who was a Jew. Yeah. Yeah, we're happy with that. Okay. We, there'll be a little bit more anti-Semitism and we're a little more antsy around Easter. You, you say Christians are more anti-Semitic around Easter. Yeah. Hmm. Are you personally more anti-Semitic no. around Easter? What would that consist of? Would that be like you hide the Easter eggs? So your son gets his penis snipped and then Easter rolls around and the son's like, whatever, six months old. You think O'Neill would hide a bunch of Easter eggs with swastikas on them? <laughs> you think that's how his anti-Semitism manifests around Easter? I think so. I it's think fucked so. up, Father. Yeah, they're all dyed red. and <laughs> Yeah, red, white, and black, oh. whatever the oh Nazi colors God. are. This hat is is quite absurd. No, I've just seen thought, them. Just Did you see these all the time on La Brea right here, right by my house, man. You'll see guys dressed like this, and uh, they're always walking very fast, and they do look slightly afraid of me whenever I walk by them uh, on the sidewalk. Yeah, so. I was going to say, what's a good German chocolate? Um, do we? Do you think we might like to have that on deck? Yeah, like Toblerone. Like I was going to say Toblerone is Swiss. It's yeah. so, I don't think it's German. Okay. It's right. a, they claim it's Swiss, but it's probably not. Okay, so it's so what like I, New so, Belgium fat tire. You think it's from Belgium, but it's really from like fucking Golden, Colorado. Mm-hmm. You think if we got yeah, like so, an so accent just, coach? So yeah, could, so just Christian anti-Semitism yeah. over Easter. You'll take like a German chocolate in the Easter eggs and hide it all over the Holocaust Museum. Who does that? It's not a bad. I think idea. you should ask for forgiveness for that joke. Right? Yeah. yeah. Can you do that, please, Father O'Neill? Yo, Ask for forgiveness for the joke. Swoby walked into the hotel, and there was this like obviously Jewish girl, and oh, there God. was like one of those uh, Hanukkah candle things on the counter, right? No. And he, we we just walk in. He goes, eight crazy nights." Am I right? <laughs> That's kind of dope. <laughs> Is that an Adam Sandler movie? Yeah, <laughs> I, I like love that. that. And then we ended up Swoby. bringing those chicks to the hotel. That was better than what my yeah. buddy, one of my buddies, did. I'm not going to say which of my buddies it was, but oh, it was God. it was either Tim or Adam Fu. Well, Adam's Jewish. So yeah, fuck anything. that kind of narrows it down. But this other person, oh, was, yeah. I my ad agent guy came up, and I was telling oh, yeah, a story like, uh, and 
I was telling everybody, like, yeah, it's this guy. He's cool. And I said, hey, he's, he is Jewish, though. So, Mark, quit speaking in so much German. Right. No more German toast. It's very alarming for people mm-hmm. of that background. Mm-hmm. So, my ad agent's coming down the hallway, and Tim sees him. Damn it. <laughs> Tim or somebody else sees him and just goes, hey, is this your Jew agent? Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) He was totally doing it as a joke. It's a very good joke. It was nice uh, we had Fu around to be like, see, this is another one of my best friends. He's very Jewish. We're fucking around. The guy loved it, dude, right? Oh, he loved it. He thought it was funny. No, he he wants to be Ari Gold. I gotta love that guy, dude. Yeah. He wants to be the Ari Gold of podcast uh, (laughs) representatives. or Or the, who's the bald guy from Californication? Charlie Runkle. Yeah, he's Which means he's got to start jerking off in public all over the place. Yeah, dude. I got to watch Californication, man. It's the best, dude. I know. It, I know. Maybe it that's what I'll entourage. do over the break. What's that? I'll do that over the break. Entourage is so great, dude. Oh, dude, I know. I'm in the prime seasons right now. I think it started to not be as good later on, some people have said. But, wow, dude. Some of the stories in there are so well-crafted. Johnny Drama is just comedic genius. His character is so classic his acting is so amazing yeah man he nails it it's like every he just has perfect comedic timing in every single scene Mm -hmm. uh that it's a show that if you haven't seen check it out it's it's kind of like uh as good as it gets i mean you told me to watch it um because i hadn't watched it i was a late watcher right it was like last year when i fucking saw it for the first time and you had you told me like since that you met me that I, i need to see it but uh yeah man what a fucking great show. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. The fucking Johnny drama character. I love it. Like the shit they write for him. Like he thinks Malibu is, it's so remote to him. It's like, he might as well be in Mongolia. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh bro, I don't get cell phone reception out there. Yeah. Like I'm freaking out. It's going to take me six hours to get back to Santa Monica. What am I going to do? Or he doesn't go into the valley between March and October. It's too hot. It's too hot there, man. I can't do it. Cooler water. He's having a valley. He kept passing waters out. He's like, we're the valley, man. Here's another water. Yeah, it's it's unbelievably funny. Uh, Obviously, when he uh, the agent's like, "Eh, I mean, it's going to be hard to get you back in the game. And. Then he just has that famous scene. He gets up. He's like, I am the game, which honestly is the kind of confidence you have to have in, in the world and yourself. Johnny drama makes it. And he's, he works a lot as an actor and he honestly wasn't that talented, but that's the idea is that he worked hard and believed in himself and kept fucking going and mm-hmm. fucking, he made it, man. He's a legend. He wins it. He doesn't, he win an award in the movie. He wins like a something. No. I haven't gotten to the part where he wins yeah. an award. Father O'Neill. Yeah. What's your favorite television show? Favorite tell. Veggie Tales to bring it back. Hmm. Yeah, let's go with that. Do you what watch Christian actual... Entertainment? I used to watch it a lot as a child. What do you watch now? Well, right now I'm watching Gotham. Nice. Yeah. What's Batman that? never comes. It's it, why would you watch something where you know that it's it's about the Batman stories, but Batman never comes out. Yeah, I mean, so I think Batman was a person in the last episode of the last season, but it's like a it's like Gotham pre Batman. Is, does Batman get a lot of pussy in it? Because then I'll watch it. It doesn't sound like he's around. At this point, Bruce Wayne's a child, Leo. No. Yeah, maybe he's getting molested by a maid. I mean, it's possible. It counts as getting pussy. <laughs> it does. Father O'Neill, where's your girlfriend these days? Uh, Bakersfield. How often do you see her? Uh, I've been seeing her a lot less recently, but usually about once a month. Once a month. You going to cuddle up with her Christmas? Oh, yeah. Nice. going to play a fire. You maybe a... Uh, Put a nice song on, maybe a little. Why don't we put on a song right now? A little no, drummer well, boy, dude. A little lover boy, no, you know. A little drummer boy. A little drum. A little drummer boy. Yeah, are you gonna play that I for? I played my drum for him. It's religious. Tum, tum, tum. 
Rum, pum, pum, pum. And then slowly during the second verse, Leo keeps singing. Rum, pum, pum, pum. You start feeling Rum, something stirring pum, down in your pants. Mm-hmm. You press in tighter on her buttocks. Mm-hmm. At this point, you've got a full-blown erection. Mm-hmm. She's dressed up as Mrs. Claus. You like the feel of the silky Mrs. Claus costume. When you reach your hands to her chest, then you cup her. What size are her breasts? I think they're average-sized. You cup her, her 32B, full 32B breasts. I like this also. This really setting the mood. A strobe light goes off. You rigged it up in your room to add a little spice to the situation. What do you do? What's your move, Father O'Neill? Using, would you open up your advent calendar and would you smear the remaining chocolates all over your penis and then make her eat it? Only if it's German chocolate. Only if it's German chocolate. Let's say, Ayo, baby, let me show you this move. It'll make you come in two minutes. Have you ever thought about? <laughs> have you ever thought about the position that you're going to deflower yourself in? Of course. What do you think? Missionary. Why? <laughs> of course. It's a joke. Get what, it? what if it's? I get the joke. I mean, hopefully, you could have fucked that sixty-year-old rocker missionary. Maybe you would have converted him. Yeah. But why missionary? Oh, I think it's a great position. He's, it's a joke. Yeah. I, he's he's no, probably actually is going to do But no, that, he but. is actually going to do it in missionary for sure, right? I don't blame him. Yeah. He gets to look at those B cups. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like missionary position. You get boobs and you have sex. Would you say that, that a man... <laughs> That's a good analysis right there. You get yeah. boobs and you have sex. <laughs> missionary. <laughs> if you're a boob guy. Um, Leo, about Leo is like, like phobic of missionary. I am a little bit. It's weird. Um... How do you feel about a man, I'm not going to name him, but he only gets hand jobs and, and sucks on his girlfriend's titties. That is his entire sex life. How do you feel about that? Really? I mean, I guess it's a way to go through life. It's Nico Villacresis. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. I said his name. Damn it. Um, Nico, <laughs> he works very hard all week, and he hopes to get a hand job and suck on some titties. You know what I mean? Like, what if that's you one day? Yeah. I mean, if you're so drunk, you really can't get it hard for a long enough period of time. It's really the only thing you can do. Mm, he's, he's back to the drinking. You're yeah. right. Dude, there's no yeah. questions that he's hammered right now. So Nico, he films with us most weekends. It's average for Nico to come back into town on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Do you have a problem with, because I'm just doing the math here, Father O'Neill. It seems like he would be getting drunk and getting jerked off while he rubs Jill's titties on Sunday night. <laughs> well, church is Sunday morning, so it's. Well, he's you, missing you church. To, he's with us. Yeah, he's landing at LAX at 1.52 yeah, p.m. You, you got to mm-hmm. film the rest of the day somehow. Okay. And technically the Sabbath is Saturday. We just kind of screwed that up. I, so I that's, blame the Catholics. So that's what the Jews, they don't, that is so confusing to me. So the Jews, they have temple on Friday. They can't use electricity from sundown on Friday until sundown on Saturday. Am I correct there? Yes. I have no idea. And then Sundown, yeah. You just look at he's just shut off from the Jews. He's so out of touch. He was in my Orthodox Jewish. Says, I had an Orthodox Jewish girlfriend, I could tell you. She would make me come over to her house and change the channel for her during that time because she wasn't allowed to use electronics. She was still cheating. Yeah. She was cheating. What do you How mean? did you because Leo, I know you're a very careless lover. Was it tough for you to get by without the vibrator on Saturdays? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's hilarious. Do we should wait? Wow. No, I didn't. Uh, she was, uh, I had taken her virginity and that was probably the worst thing about that relationship with the, uh, the Orthodox Jewish you, you woman. You did it after sex. her bat mitzvah. What's up? You did it after you her bat mitzvah. No, she was not. She was of age. Um, no, yeah, we didn't yeah, have I mean, great sex. She became sex. a woman that day. Of course she was of age. <laughs> she was 13. Um, 
No, we didn't have great sex, but I still think about her the most. Probably well, she was very ex- young. I mean, she was inexperienced. I uh, so yeah, no, we uh, we had a great run, of course, mm-hmm. but it uh, it ended with her wanting to me to get circumcised, and that was just never going to happen. Well, that was the wow. thing. Yeah, that was her big push. She it wanted me to get circumcised and convert. It wasn't wear the fucking yarmulke. It was I need the tip of your cock cut off. And it's like uh, she told me that there was like parts of the Torah or whatever, something about how it was like a sin to have sex with a man with an uncircumcised. Baby. It is, dude. I told I fucking read it aloud one podcast. It might have been the episode. we. Oh, lost. yeah. I read it out of the Old Testament. Yeah. Well, yeah how did it go? That. Austin, let us know we're coming up on an hour. We, coming up- we are. Though but- I did present this question to my mom. Right. And she told me that later in the Bible, I think Peter and Paul have a discussion where. One of them is arguing that you don't need to cut your foreskin off anymore. So wow. Leo might have a counter argument. Wow. I mean, look, it, you better not cut. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you when you have a son and, he's, and you're about to have it. And I'm going to say, buddy, do the right thing. Let him have easy blowjobs yeah. for the rest of yeah. his life. Do the right thing. Wish the rabbi a Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I still think foreskins are gay because you're having sex with your own dick. Nope. I they're great that. for anal and they're great for hand jobs and they're great for blowjobs. Leo, I think maybe this is why I'm cursed. You have a lot of issues with women, women, because the Jewish love of your life, who you deflowered through a blanket after her bat mitzvah, she told you, <laughs> you motherfucker, you needed to get circumcised while you had a dreidel up her ass as a butt plug. Right. You, she told you to get circumcised, and the only light in the room was the eight candles of the menorah. Yeah. She told you to get circumcised. Yeah. And I think that's like her lack of acceptance towards your penis is what made you this hopeless sex addict. Yeah. She used to call it not kosher. She'd be like, your dick's not kosher. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, it's still one up your cunt. You'd but say that to I her? I didn't say that that's, to her. That's <laughs> awfully foul language to use <laughs> with a preteen. I didn't say that. Well, it's been a great first pod. We're going to do another pod and we're going to call Sandrine, which you'll see next week. But uh, check out Leo and Friends if you haven't. Um, uh, vamos Argentina. We won the World Cup. Uh, the guy held the golden glove at his penis. A very Danny Mullen-esque type thing to do. And I'm I'm very happy today. Yeah, hey, Danny. Yeah, guys. Yeah, we're we're gonna be taking the next two weeks a little bit mellow. We're doing these two little half podcasts. We all got to yeah. rest and recoup. Yeah. Father O'Neill's gonna go sin in Bakersfield with his girlfriend. You guys yeah. take care. Thank you for listening this year. Merry Christmas. I guess we'll have to be wishing you. No, this will be the first one, the last one before Christmas. Before Christmas. So Merry Christmas, guys. We love you guys. Thank you for following us. And uh, let's keep going, marching forward. Peace. Bam.